Here we are, hitting up events, drinking our way through Chicago beer, and trying not to miss a thing. Yeah, because, you know, got a cork pop out, boom, it flies like fucking 10 feet. We're like, yeah, let's do it. You know, all you have to do is add some fruit, stir it up, and ride that milkshake wave. Whenever I see him, I gotta take a photo with the most decorated brewer in Chicago, Jonathan Cutler. It'll be like the stuff you hear. You ever go to every time you go to Floyd's, all the music sounds like this. Raw, raw, raw. Sometimes you want a small beer, but really, you want a big beer. You gotta take in all those big aromatic hops. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Waiting in line for a bottle release? You should have never been a fad. The black IPA is delicious. Hey, and welcome to Chicago Beer Pass. I'm Brad Chabluski. Brad, what's up, man? I'm Nick White. We got a little Sunday night action. I don't even, I mean, no Thanksgiving week, we're all, yeah. we're all off. It's going to be Q1 in no time. You look up, it'll be 2024. Yeah. yeah. Stout season will be behind us. Yeah. Probably for the best, Brad. Yeah. But we are holding um. on to summer with these warm weathers, and as a result, I picked up this Pilsner from uh, Horse Thief Hollow. Yeah, man. This is Little Wing. It's uh, refreshing and crisp. Modern yet traditional fly on Little Wing. Yeah. One, I picked this up for two reasons. One, I didn't know Horse Thief Hollow even packaged beer. Same. I guess three things. I also know it's good because it's a, a GABF winner. And then Horse Thief Hollow was one of these breweries I didn't make it to this year. No. I didn't make it to any of those on the south side over there. Um. Beverly, so there's two. There's uh, Horsey Hollow and Open Outcry. Right. No, no, no. Yeah, Open Outcry. Yeah. Those, yeah, those two. They're like uh, maybe a block or two apart. Exactly. Yeah. So I didn't make it to either one of those this year, and it's a uh, slightly disappointing. So I was like, I need to grab these cans and at least represent for these guys. I saw Deb Turner at uh, Open Outcry when I went. Okay. That was really? nice. I hadn't seen her in a long time. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, but this beer is delicious. It deserves more awards than it currently has. More awards. Yeah, it's a timeless lager, Brad. It celebrates uh, pioneering spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, The only Little Wing I know, there's a Jimi Hendrix song called Little Wing. Other than that, I have no idea what Little Wing's about. Yeah, I don't know. I know there's an indie band called Little Wings. Okay. But, and you were noticing the artwork. Yeah. Looks like there's a little pixie, and the pixie's in a field of, like, I don't know, um, Daisies, dandelions, right. sunflowers. Um, yeah, and then uh, in very small print at the bottom, it says uh, artwork by Studio Malt. And I'm like, hey, right, I, I know those guys. Uh, some of the Hop Review guys. Yeah, I think it's Hop Review and maybe, um, what's or, his name? What's our guy? Uh, uh, Matt Tanaka. Yes. Yeah, I think it's those guys. Right. It's either it's either one of those guys. Right. For sure. <laughs> right. But they were, well, we're, we're co- confusing them because they shared a workspace at one point. Mm-hmm. It was like this collective, and there were two different groups in there. So. Yeah. We went there one year for like a, uh, it was end of Christmas year. Christmas beer tasting. Yeah, yeah. So. Sounds good. But yeah, we're going to sip on this, uh, enjoy our little Sunday episode. And uh, I got a lot of places to talk about. We got a bunch of news. Let's start with the, the round town. You, let's start with you. You were at uh, Half Acre for some of the stouts that have been out. Yeah, um, Benthic. It's Benthic season, so Benthic dropped this, this year. Um, and they casually had the release on Ozanar, and then you could go drink them all on draft the, at the same day that the Ozanar release was. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, um, Benthic, 
I actually probably get more excited about Benthic than I do uh, Catch Hell or Orin or uh, Hugs or I think Benthic's the one I probably think out of their big. That's the one you'd rather have. The big dark beers. I think that's my preference, right? right. That that just that flavor profile. Yeah. I like big hugs though, but yeah. Even we went last year, which shit was it like around this time? Benthic's usually uh, early to mid November. But then big hugs. We went there on Big Hugs Day, and there was like a Christmas market there. So sometime in the next three weeks is going to be a Big Hugs release. Yeah. Because we went there, had a coffee and a Big Hugs, and went Christmas shopping in the little market. <laughs> oh yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. So there were uh, there were four variants of uh, of Big Hugs this year. One was hazelnut. Benthic. Oh yeah, sorry, Benthic. Hazelnut chocolate Benthic. OG Benthic. And OG Benthic is a coconut coffee stout. Cokey, oh, okay. Coconut coffee barely stout nice. with uh, with dark matter coffee. Um, so there's chocolate hazelnut. There's OG. There's two by four, which is uh, twice the coconut, twice the coffee. Oh, okay. So like basically a double Benthic. That sounds good. And then there's a um, immortal Benthic, which instead of like, uh, it's extended aging. So it's 36 months instead of like the usual 12 months in a, okay. in a bourbon barrel. So... Yeah, you get the flight, and you can buy a uh, benthic coffee. So okay, what'd you think? Stand up. What's your um, favorite? I was out on the chocolate uh, hazelnut one, just because you know that uh, there's a chocolate candy that that has uh, it's like hazelnut. It's a uh, Ferrero Rocher or something. Like oh that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I think hazelnut, I kind of think that flavor, and I'm knocking stuff over because I'm getting upset about this beer. So I was kind of out on that one. The best one is two by four. No. That sounds the best. The best one is two by four. Um, OG's pouring good. Uh, vanilla was another one. Oh, so I forgot. How could I forget about vanilla? Yeah. So uh, didn't really list what kind of vanilla beans there were. Um, <laughs> now, now, now we're fucking vanilla vanilla connoisseurs. Yeah. Um, but I think with Half Acre, I love these beers except for the chocolate hazelnut, only because I was expecting the expression to taste a lot like it because when. They say coconut and coffee. It it tastes like it in a, 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 a major way. So, you know, I think crews like Phase Three and crews like uh, Microphone, right? I think they've kind of figured out those types of flavors a little bit more. Um, so outside of that one, I thought the rest were really good. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, I know sometimes they linger around for the whole month or so. Like well, it's, they, it's it's a um, it's just, it's a pretty. I wouldn't say stiff, but it's a pretty it's a pretty hefty. I think it breaks out to like somewhere between like fourteen a can or something okay. like that. But I'm thinking on drafts, so if anyone's trying to go there, I feel like regular Benthic is on for a while. Yeah. So if you missed out or just want to go there and try something, you probably can. Yeah. So. Um, you picked up the four pack then. Yeah. So um. So yeah, got some Benthic in the fridge. Nice. Yeah. Let's see. I had a sister-in-law in town and her husband and we went all over the place mm-hmm. um let's see we we're downtown for the chris kringle market because it opened this weekend you know the little which you know i didn't have enough german christmas market stuff when i was there so oh, it was a christmas yeah it was a christmas so we're Did they do christmas over there yeah they do all those markets that's what they look like oh okay and so we had some glug or glue wine mm-hmm. But then we walked over to Adam Street. Yeah. Um, Berghoff. Yeah. Which, you know, 
Tapestry's fine. It, it was packed because the Christmas tree lighting was happening. The and there was just so many people down there, so it was busy. Mm-hmm. We like got a pretzel, a couple beers there. Um, yeah, not not too bad. Nothing like amazing, but you know it's kind of a nice spot when you're in a pinch downtown. Oh, it's like the only brewery in the Loop proper, mm-hmm. right? Because those other neighborhoods are not the Loop. Yeah, that there's other breweries in downtown, but not in the Loop neighborhood. Right. Um, and then we ended up jumping on the train, coming back this way, and getting some food and some cider at Eris. Oh, the cheers to them. They won the um, USA Today um, People's Choice for uh, Best Brew Pub. Nice, yeah. Uh, they had beer on, because that last time I was there, I think it's been a year, they had no beer. They only had cider. Eris Cider and Brewery. It was just Eris Cidery that day. Cider, huh? yeah. Okay. And I ended up having the one of the blends with their Pilsner and Pepper Jam Cider. So it was a strawberry jam cider with hot peppers. So this is kind of playing in the Shandy Lane, Radler Lane, right? Yeah. Essentially. And I don't know anyone else who does those blends, so that's why I kind of like having them when I go there. I'm like, oh, yeah. How did it come off? You had it. Um, It was a good ratio because... The spiciness of the pepper jam was maybe a little too much because I'm not a huge spicy beer fan, I guess. So that was like, oh, that was just the right amount of spice with mm-hmm. Pilsner. So that was good. Okay. Uh, that was what, Friday night? And then Saturday uh, was, our, was our big ride. We did uh, Metropolitan. You know, cheers to them, 15 years. Uh, officially closing now, right? Yeah. What's the date on it? December 15th, 15th, something like that. So you have less than a month to go to Metropolitan. And it was busy there. Tracy was also working behind the counter. She was pouring Malort shots. She asked if we wanted in on them. I was like, no, I do not need that at like noon. (laughs) So it was, I don't know, it's like kind of sad. And then somewhat surprising and then also not surprising that metro is closing right like if you go to the space you're like how is this place closing it's always busy but i just don't think anyone's buying this beer at home anymore Hmm. and that space is huge for producing beer to go out not just beer to serve there yeah you know i subleased a place a condo on um Near Kedzie and uh, Montrose, not too far from where the old uh, Twist Hippo was. Okay. And I just decided, you know, just quit quit paying rent. And they decided to change the locks on me. <laughs> okay. You know? And unfortunately, this kind of thing happens, you know. That's just how that kind of thing works. It's uh, sad. So. Right. Uh, I think the Metro announcement said they have no plans to revitalize Metro. This is done. There's no, there's no hope. There's no uh, glimmer of light at the end of the tunnel that Metro could reopen in a smaller space or a different location. I think they're just ready to, you know, hang up their hat. Glimmer's a good word. Yeah. I like glimmer. I don't use that word a lot. I don't know what Doug is going to do. Do you think someone like Doug, who's now been this head brewer, owner of this for 15 years, just goes and works at another brewery? Or do you think he's also just done done? Uh, These are fair questions. Um, I mean... It wouldn't surprise me at all if they just 
did this whole thing on a smaller scale under a different name. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Oh. Yeah, and just kind of shed this and did it somewhere else. You know, that, that wouldn't surprise me one bit. Okay, maybe. They make they make good beer, and um, you know that beer wasn't a problem. So I wouldn't surprise me if we saw them again in a well, different in a different way. The beer wasn't the problem, but it also was the problem, right? If no one's buying it at home, there is a problem there, right? Like pick up cans <clears throat> of Odom all day long. Yeah. But I'm not gonna pick up. A case of flywheel. Well, well, not because not because it's bad though. Right, just because I don't want that much flywheel, right? So, yeah. So that's tough. But I did love that you know it's one of the only breweries left that was doing twelve ounce cans. Yeah, who else does twelve ounce cans? Uh, Temperance does in the basement party. Um, Benthic's twelve ounce cans, but not all their stuff's twelve ounce. Yeah, but that's. Yeah, deep woods twelve ounce cans, but that's like I'm talking about like a twelve ounce can that you could just like crush a beer and like be good. Yeah. Like sometimes. A lot of people go to sixteen, even yeah. in the Oktoberfest. Sometimes sixteen, which right. I don't know. I like I actually like twelve over sixteen, but you know, yeah. commitment issues. You know, I don't want. Sometimes I want sixteen. So that's it. Are you gonna to try to make it to Metro one more time? Um, I went Friday. You went Friday, okay. And um, I had the Arc Welder, which is a Dunkel Rye. Had that? It was good. Man, a pint of that, or or actually a a, a proper mug of that. Yeah. At the bar on a Friday night, it was pretty chill. But do you also feel like after you know I forget how long that space has been there, but you've had all the Metro's beers so many times, like I've. I go and look at the menu, and I like almost want to see something new. Like when the SEP stuff came out, I was like, "Oh, it's new beer from Metro." So you go there, and you're like, "I had all of these. Which one am I here to drink again?" Yeah, um, that's why I was excited about that uh, Dunkel Rye, because um, well, it's a dark beer, it's a little heavier, um, and I've seen, you know, I see Swartz beers on, and I don't think I've had everything in their catalog. Um, I do appreciate the seasonality of their lagers. Sure. Like everything they make is not available all twelve months. Right. You know, they do have they, they have a seasonal spectrum. So I do dig that. Um and then they had that coffee program, which I was a fan of. Right. But they always had the one that we didn't want. They always had woke as hellas. Woke as hellas, which is a lager. Um well they're not all lagers. It was the hellas lager. What was the one that Jitterator. Yeah, what was Jitterator? Because that was better. You're right about that. Why don't you do that one? Where's what it was, Jitterator? I forget. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Dunkle Rye was nice. Yeah, that was good. You know. Um, yeah, so I was I was at Goose, Clybourne, and then I went to Metro in the same night. Oh, okay. And I was like, damn. Both closing spots. Yeah. Like... I was like, you know, oldest brew pub in town is closing and moving, but still closing. Yeah. And then, you know, a lot of people, if if it's not the best tap room, it's in a lot of people's top three. For tap rooms in Chicago proper, yeah, it's also closing. I think, man, the landscape's changing right here. Right. I guess I do need to try to get to Goose maybe one more time. But then again, I don't know. It's more of like just being like, oh, yeah, this is a space one more time than like, not that I want those beers and the food's the food's fine. Yeah. And um, I think the true magic of Goose Clybourne was before the renovation in 2017 or whatever. Yeah, when there was pool tables up um, there. And... There was the loft. Which it seats up there that led to the Carl Strauss room, the big party room, 
and then you can go downstairs into the cellar where there was other seats mm-hmm. and the big warm oak bar. Um, that was the sweet spot for Clybourne. So when I'm there now, I'm like, well, this isn't this isn't the spot that like tugs at my heartstrings. Right. This is the big sterile space that they decided <laughs> to create a brewery that was like I don't know twice the size of the old one. And good for the brewers, right? Because it's probably more creature comforts, probably a better system. But as far as a, uh, I was going to say user experience, but as far as a customer experience goes, yeah, really care. The old place was was the shit, right? (laughs) Um, But if you want that place, you can always go to Clybourne, and um, no, you can always go to uh, Fulton. The Barrel Warehouse has the old bar. Yeah, but no one can go there. I wouldn't say no one. It's not open to the public, right? Yeah, but it's there. Yeah. So. Uh, from Metro, then we ended up uh, we were on bikes and scooters. Went over to Burning Bush. I I, I think of you remember that play, the Vagina Monologues. Okay. It, every time I hear Burning Bush Brewery, I think of the Vagina Monologues, and I don't know why. Okay. But. Uh, Burning Bush, they had like a Christmas beer on. I tried that. I wasn't like huge, like overly spiced. Yeah. Uh, they had their Golden on, which is their Golden's good. At both these places, at Metro and Burning Bush, there was a huge group of people having a baby shower. So they're, you know, they're drinking and, you know, in the space, but it is funny to see these spaces being used for baby showers constantly. (laughs) Mama's got a drink. (laughs) You know? Uh, uh, Ended up having, we had Easy Street Pizza delivered. And then we also ordered one of their pizzas there. Um, they have masa. They have pizza at. Yeah, they have masa, or mesa. What's that? I think they're like next door, but they're frozen Detroit style pizzas that I think they're popping in like a toaster oven. Oh, so you had two different pizzas? Yeah. Um, Easy Street's not bad. Easy Street's not bad. It's I not. S- like... I sit on the patio and get some wine and some fucking. Chicken poppers and a, a small pizza and yeah. fucking chill out at Easy Street. Not my favorite like tavern style pizza, but it's good. It's it's good. It's a it's a one of the better nearby options. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but how was the toaster oven thing? It's fine. Better than Easy Street? Uh, no. Okay. Different, but not better. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know they were doing that. Yeah. So had what one one beer there and a pizza and yeah, it was good. The golden ale. Raspberry was on, yeah, just kind of like a, a good little afternoon there with the bike ride. What about the Spruce Tips beer? Are they doing that? That's there, and that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they keep bringing that back. Brad. You want Spruce in your beer? <coughs> Nobody wants, you know what, this beer needs Spruce. It could, I wish it more tasted more like Pledge. There's a story, There's a story behind why they fuck with the spruce? I think they like you know. I forget it, but this is why you write shit down. So, but I forget. But there is oh for burning bush. Yeah, there's a reason why they have like friends that like have a bunch of spruce or some shit. Because no one wants it. Like, <laughs> we're stuck with all the spruce. What are you gonna do? It. We'll give you a good deal. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, and then we uh, where where did we end up then? Around town, we ended up at Off Color. The mousetrap. Yeah. Well, trap's good. You know what's not open is uh, the original place. Because I, I the oh, one time I went to, to fucking uh, Pipeworks, 
I'm like, well, maybe, maybe I'll come. No, nothing new. Right. Nothing in Humboldt Park's open. And I hadn't been in so long. You end up popping in there every now and then. I like the mousetrap. And it's good. Like, like, I posted a picture on Instagram. It's like every time you're drinking these beers, you're like, damn, these beers are so good. It's a good hang, man. It is a good hang every time. And you look at that board, and there's 20 fucking beers. Yeah. They're all different. They're all fun. Yeah. I dig that place. Their their format now, where they got the tiny, two seventy five milliliter bottles. Okay, I like them. Man, I, I ended up doing the ten crowns, dark lager, check lager. Okay, which I got a small one, but then I was talking to someone. You can it's a side pour. You can get it in the check mug and everything. See, now we're talking. I like can't get out of this German check. Like it's it's thing. in you. It's in you. They had a couple blueberry kind of beers on that may have had that were good. And then I ran into someone. Well, Ben was there, you know, at the door. Oh, yeah. Talked to him for a minute. Hi, Ben. Yeah. And then uh, someone was like, oh, Chicago Beer Pass. So I ran into a fan of the pod. Cheers to everybody that listens to the pod, man. Um, yeah. I ran into a guy at uh, Fobab who was pouring. He's like, I fuck with the pod. Nice. I'm like, it's a cool. It's cool. All right. We're kid- I'm, t- I, I'm here because I like talking to Brad. So we don't really know who the fuck's listening until they say something. Right. So. And then he, he said, we chat for a little bit, and then he said, oh, I heard Great Central's closing. And mm. I was like, man, I think Nick and I started that rumor. He's like, oh, no, I heard it from someone else maybe. So it's out there, even though Great Central was hiring people. So who knows? I mean, if we're talking tragedies, 2023 is a year of tragedies if, they, if that place closes. If Great Central Club? How, how do you? How in the fuck does that happen? I don't. We say it all the time. I don't understand. It seems like the perfect storm of things if, to to thrive. If that closes, Maplewood is in big trouble. Then they got to figure that out fast. They'll just brew somewhere else. Church Street, probably. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Um, you know, we could probably get it if we dig, but I feel like. One of these magazines, like a national beer magazine, they were saying that Maplewood's actually selling more beer than, like, damn near everybody not named Rev, Goose, and Lagunitas. Oh, shit. Okay. Like, <laughs> and, you know, and I'm like, well, they're certainly not doing it out of the uh, Maple Room, but these beers that we know them for, the, their pails and our IPAs, are everywhere. Right. And they're good. And we know they contract brew them, so they make a lot of it. And mm-hmm. I see it. There, there ain't nowhere I don't see these fucking beers. So, who knows? Uh, then we went to I.O. for a comedy show after some mousetrap. I.O. The Improv Olympic right there across Kitty Corner. It's a strip club. Next to the strip club. Oh, okay. Is comedy. Just tell me when People to laughing, sh- not crying. Just tell me when to the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> and then, for some reason, we went back downtown. This is some route, man. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm poor, sure you were with had all fun. poorly planned. Uh, <laughs> is this okay? So this is day two of the yeah. route. Okay. Then crossed by Giants. Right on. Which I hadn't been yet. Now that's Streeterville, right? I, I believe. But that was like it's been over three years now. Yeah, that sounds, been a, like, sounds about right. Kind of right at the pandemic. This is um, location f- number four for the Hop Leaf guys or the Hop uh, Hop. Hop, God, we are horrible. We do we do a beer show or dry what? Dry hop. 
<laughs> Location dry, number four for the dry hop guys? Yes, but right. although the pizza one sort of closed, right? Oh, yeah, it kind of absorbed into back in the dry hop. There was Roebuck and dry hop, and then the best one is Corridor. Corridor. And then this place, Crushed so by Giants. I hadn't been to Crushed by Giants, and they were closing. We wanted food, and they were like, oh, kitchen's closed, and it's like last call mm. for beer. The beer menu is just everything that was at Corridor in the past, besides that werewolf one, Mm because that's like their staple. But Cosmic Juice Box, there was a lemonade shanty that was like real Slim Shady or something like that Mm. it was called. Mm. I'm like, I think that was a Corridor. You know, these are the same people, so some of the beers are the same, but I was like, you just moved your beers over here like cosmic juice box that was a quarter beer yeah and they they had a guy well brant is the guy uh, yeah who is the he's like the the head the brewmaster over all locations kind of oversees all locations but each spot has its own head brewer right and the cosmic juice box was a, was a creation of corridor so this whole thing about having it at uh Crush by Giants is you know a little weird right a little weird so we were kind of drunk and in like a hungry haze of like, so I didn't look around the space. It seems nice. It's just weird as fuck. You got to, it shares a space with the theater. Right. And it's it's around a bunch of major national chains. And that's why they call themselves Crushed by Giants. Because, you know, Big Bowl and AMC and, uh, you know, the people that, Otter, not Otterbox, but, uh, you know, there's a bunch of national brands. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. except for them. It's upstairs in the fucking movie theater place. Right. Um, It used to be the old uh, Heaven on Seven. Yeah. Joint. Uh, it's nice. I think I need to go back during the day and get like a better sense of it, but it was fine. But also I would just rather go to Corridor. Yeah. I think in downtown Chicago, and this is kind of fucked up. I mean, what was that place? Howls and Hood. They, they had hundred beers on draft. They closed Clark Street Ale House right. is down there. But the best places for beer might not be the breweries. That's oh, no, well, actually, there's only one brewery. Right, side door closed. That was like right there. Side too. door was nice. You know, actually, Timothy Tools, which is open to like three in the morning. Oh yeah. Timothy Tools, very good spot still for beer. Yeah. Yeah. But then we need food. Shake Shack right down there at the bottom. Yeah. And I had grabbed a four pack to go, and you know, Steak Shack at what, ten thirty on a Saturday. They don't give a fuck what's going on in there, so we opened a beer. They sell beer. So. Yeah, same thing. Had one in there and you know. ate our burgers and made it back home. Yeah. So hit up a bunch of spots I hadn't been to in a while, a couple of new ones, so it was cool. Right on. Yeah, good little, good little romp, good little preview of I think the city for family. Well, you went to off color, right? Yeah. And you went to a bunch of places that you know they probably won't get to. They definitely won't get to wherever they're at. We'll never get to Metro. See. Again. So. I might not even get there again. You know. Could have been my last time. I think it's space is so big that you might not even see another brewery go in there. I think the space is so big you might see it just become like some fancy residential shit or a bunch of smaller but Yeah, I think on the Metro thing, I think <clears throat> the brewery was too big and they almost needed to like cut that in half and it should be like a kitchen, maybe soul and smoke or Soul and Smoke, right? The maybe they have a full on kitchen in there and take over some of that space. And I don't know. It just seems like it's too big of it's too large of a brewery, right? Like the brewery just needs to exist for that space. 
it shouldn't even package. It should just, unless you're like Maplewood taking it over. Yeah, when you build a space that big, you're building it to package more beer. Right. That's a that's a production facility at that point. Yeah. So, um, so if you don't own a space and then you have a space to package more beer, and then if you don't package more beer, then shit becomes problematic. This is all. This all makes sense. Yeah. So, like I said, sad to see it go. That might have been my last time. Maybe make it there one more time, but I feel like that's a good uh, going out. Went there with family, kind of had a dunkle and call it a day kind of thing. Yeah, uh, John Laffler and his partner uh, Dave Leitner, they started at um, at uh, Metro. Gary Gully. Gary Gully always place. talks about his days at Metro. Mm-hmm. So yeah, of the places that closed, this is definitely one that sucks the most. So. Right. I'm interested. I think it was there because, you know, there's a, baby, there's a baby shower there. And I'm like, who are going to – there's a lot of, like, non-beer people who come to Metro because it's the location. Are they just going to be, like, one day just be like, where where does this brewery go? Because they're not up on it of what's happening, right? Like, this space that they thought existed to, like, come hang out in is now gone. No, this is broken news. It's in the Block Club. It's in Sometimes Tribune. I guess. It's, okay. it's, it's everywhere. It's, so, okay. yeah. Non-beer people know. Right, because it's a really great gathering space. Okay. I think it's the best one. I think, well, I really like hanging out at uh, Half Acre. Uh, Half yeah. Acre ain't really got no windows. No. You know, they can be outside. You got the patio, sure. But then there's reservations for the patio and all this fancy bullshit. Like, I'd rather just go to Spiteful sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You know, metros kind of come as you are anytime, all the time. You know, sit out on sit out on the water. So I personally think metro is a little better of a space. So I was like, you know, but I'm trying to think where else would you if you were naming the three the three best places, the three best tap rooms in the city or brew pubs. Like, where would you say? You know, Oof, that's tough. Um, <clears throat> you know, on tours tap room. Isn't too bad. It's nice. Nice space. Got the uh um There's like also garage like, doors. Yeah, and they also have like private glass party room yeah. kind of things. And they have this um I saw it, that's how I know it exists. They have this giant wall that separates the bar from the brew house. Yeah. And they'll open it and close it. Right. Which is pretty cool. I do yeah. like that. Maybe district brew yards. You like brew yards? You can show up there with a big group. They got a big patio. Modern German beer hall. Four different breweries, maybe mm-hmm. five. It's a good space. Food. Right. Good space. Yeah. Um, I think in the Metro's thing, Metro was actually um, paying like a lot less per square foot than the other clients in that building oh. that have smaller spaces. Oh. So. But Metro was there when no one else wanted to be there, when you had to... Get murdered to go to the tap room. It was like a uh, these temporary lights, and there wasn't real concrete to walk on. You're walking on gravel. Or wood they were literally, literally the first tenant. Right. I was listening to our interview with them in 2019, and they talked about how they they were concerned that the place wasn't a wasn't a good place to even start a brewery. But then they hired a developer, and their developer came in there, and and they kind of got the whole thing off the ground. So I think the, you know whoever owns the place and whoever develops it are probably different people, and that's who the probably the rift okay. is with. Oh, but yeah, that place. Um, yeah, that place. What was I gonna say? But without that, there when it closes on oh. the tenth, 
salt and smoke, that's not going to do too well. You'll still have the distillery, but... Oh, oh. Um, that's why I think there's going to be more tenants, right? But that's a long... More tenants and smaller chunks of space. That's well, that, that would make the most right, sense. Right, but we wouldn't see that till middle and the next year, really. Yeah, and I ain't really... Honestly, because when I went Friday, I, when you park and you walk down that long walkway... Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a long walk. Yeah. From the street, I'm like, we nobody's really going there in January anyway. I mean, right. just into that location period. Right. You're not going if you're going to want someone to smoke. You probably just have it door delivered. True. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think you'll see smaller tenants going to that space going forward. Like I don't think I don't think it's a turnkey thing and a brewery goes in there. I don't think. No. But I don't know. I'm excited to see what happens. Right. Because you know? that's that's not far from here. That's one of the closer breweries to where both of us are. So. Yeah. Um, and then did you say you made out to Mundelein too right? oh yeah shout out to Tonality I went up to Mundelein so this is the uh, this is a brewery that started by two guys that founded a homebrew club in Mundelein oh and one of the guys used to be a brewer at uh, Tighthead okay so this this uh, this brewery is like a block from Tighthead oh so did you go to Tighthead too no nah, I didn't go to Tighthead I've been to Tighthead no I just went to this place um Oh, yeah, so they got a full kitchen. Uh, tonality kind of refers to them. One of the guys' name is Tony, so I'm like, Tonality is like a riff on his name. Okay. And they gave the reason for Tonality. Tonality actually refers to like a band of sound or something. Oh, but the place is like, um, it's a gathering space with a ton of seating, and they want to have uh, bands play there, and um, it's an old firehouse. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I think they got the space from, from the city for like 300000 and then it included this old car wash, so they tore down the car wash. So there's a the car wash now is a parking lot, and then the firehouse is this location. So, I mean, it's fun. I had um they had four or five beers on. One was they had a red ale and a hazy and an IPA and a pills and a Kolsch. Okay. Red ale was really nice. There's some about it was like They're a really going up against a great red ale right next door, right? Oh yeah, right. Scarlet. Scarlet fire. Right. Yeah. So, um, it was nice. It was a nice. It was a nice time. I was glad to just check it out. That one good time. Hmm. Yeah, they got you know, twenty or so wines and you know, a handful of bottles of liquor. Nice. It's a chill spot. Uh, speaking of firehouse, what happened to Lake Effect? Lake Effect was supposed to move into a firehouse in Jeff Park. Right. But you know, they bought the space on Milwaukee. I thought it was supposed to open. Yeah, that's a building that used to be like an auto shop. So it's got talk about places with no windows. They got no windows right now. They have one window, but it's that really thick. Oh, marbled like, glass, you know uh, what I'm talking about? The yeah. ones that would be like on a ground level, mm-hmm. that really thick yeah. ice. So, but uh, they're making beer because they drop at a beer temple all the time. Oh, they make they're making beer, but they can't be making beer there. Yeah, remember they had the uh, brewery on wheels that they got from. Um, I guess Sawyer, but... Michigan, um, Green Bench, Green right? But the city would have had to give them a license to brew at that space. They're for sure brewing there because they're not out of their other space. Right. Yeah. Right? Because they're, they're brewing there. I get that they have beer, but it just doesn't seem like they would have got the license to brew there that quickly. No, this, they're for sure brewing there. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, the name of the beer is called Avondale, and it's like to commemorate the, the fact that they moved because they were in Jeff Park. But their space isn't open. Not to the public. But ever, never, or will be? Right, like can you go there and buy beer? Or will it be? They don't have windows. 
Then why have a space in Avondale? I think their original dream got derailed and crushed. The, and this was the by giants. Their original plan got crushed by giants, and this was Plan B. They're across the street from a place called Magnifico Coffee Roasters. Oh yeah, and, okay. So this is a few doors down from Avondale Bowl. Yeah. Avondale Bowl, I believe, is owned by the same crew that owns Sleeping Village. Okay. Nice. Um, okay. Well, just made me think of it with the firehouse. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I haven't had a Lake Effect beer in a while. No. Um, uh, let's see. Black Friday is this weekend. Yeah. We got uh, Goose Island stuff. Revs was last weekend, right? Yeah. So. Uh, prop day was yesterday. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I saw one video, and that was from Goose, so I don't know how it went. Um, yeah, it's for people who want to drink them all before they come out Friday. Yeah. I think um, in your prop day kit, you get backyard, a bananas foster, and two props. Okay. So if you're a prop day, it would make sense to drink the Angel's Envy and the Eagle Rare, because okay. those are not in your kit. Yeah. So those are the ones that probably get... Well, they're the two-year reserves, so there's less quantities. Or you wait six months and get it on sale? At Prop Day, I think you could buy Double Barrel, too. Oh, okay. You could buy Double Barrel. You could buy Angel's Envy. You could buy Eagle Rare. Hmm. Yes. Eagle Rare. Not Eagle Rare, but Double Barrel from a few years ago, four years ago. If you went to Clyburn and bought that beer, it was $80. Shit. If you bought it that day, I think it was like 40 I do think with uh, Black Friday happening and Goose Clybourne closing, that's a great reason to go to Goose Clybourne. Well, they'll do the tastings yeah. at Clybourne. So yeah. I would, if you're looking for a place to go Thanksgiving weekend, go to Clybourne. Yeah, it's going to be a, and then the flagship business is across the street. And that's probably going to be the wildest uh, of the Black Friday releases because that's for Ground Zero. Sure. Was that one? Do you think people camp out for it still? <sighs> yep. You do? Yeah. I think it's relevant in some circles. I think if you're from out of town, you don't get prop up there, and there's a mystique about goose. Like if you're from Michigan, you know, what is Bell's, Bell's Expedition style is what you got up there, right? What else you got going on up there? If you're from Michigan, you're coming down for, and you're probably camping out, you know. You're still messing with founders. At that up there. And I think they make so much of it. I, you see founders all year long. The KBS, I kind of hoard that out. There's like KBS variants right. on the shelf all year, you know. So, yeah, I think it's relevant in some circles, yeah. Hmm. And then um, the Angels Envy does pour special. Okay. Yeah. So, check that out. Anything else before we get out of here? Mm. I think that's it, man. Yeah. Cheers to, yeah. On the spot, as I don't know, just talking about these places closing is a little sad. Not surprising. We had like so many breweries opening constantly, but uh, it just shows that you have to be much smaller of a brewery, I think, and focus on your like neighborhood. Like the Metro closing and even Goose just going into a concert venue. Like Clybourne wasn't really working. Um, they don't own. Salt Shed, either. They don't own that space. They, they're going to lease it because it's easier to just build it out. Mm -hmm. um, and they didn't own Clyburn. Um And I, yeah, I think the, the, the Salt Shed is going to be like 300 seats, something like that. 
Like okay. not a very big thing, but it's just on the river across the street from the uh, where the casino is going to be. The city is, a, it sounds like the city's building a bridge to get people directly over there. And then they're the official brewery of a yeah, concert venue that has can hold 10,000 people. Start fucking indoor and outdoor. bus line. Yeah. Next and what are you doing about parking? You and I talked about parking. Because right now, like, I, I went to CRTJ and the parking, I had to park by the uh, by the pop-up pumpkin patch thing. Right. People park all the way by Whole Foods and you walk gotta, over. You got to fix that parking thing. And it sounds like, I think we were at, I was at one of your parties and the guys were saying, somebody was saying they don't own, Salt Shed doesn't own the vacant lot across street from Salt right. Shed. So right now when you go there, it's weird as parking, but it's not, it's valet parking only. Or it's closed only for venue employees. Okay. Um, and it's just a mess now if you're not even going to shop set to get over there like Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from yeah. around 5 till 10 o'clock. It's just yeah. like a disaster. It's a fantastic concept. Um, the bridge will make it cool. But this is all warm weather stuff walking across the bridge. Right. You got to fix this parking parking. You got to fix the fucking parking. Right. And then there's that logistics center opening right there. Is that what that giant thing is off uh, the expressway and like uh, yeah. like uh, division? So you're going to have delivery trucks and semis coming in and out of there. What the fuck is up with this parking? Because it's like there's a concert in January I want to go to. And I'm like, man, even if I'm not going there in the winter, they ain't no way how did I let me get there. I got to walk like three blocks. Right. You'd have to take a Uber. Which gets you there, not getting home. So yeah, that is a gap. But yeah, um, yeah, but oh, but I think what you're saying, and I agree with you. Sasha has a smaller space than Clapper. Okay. It's gonna be smaller. Yeah. And I think it probably makes more sense for Goose, and and it just seems like where a lot of the stuff is headed, even with like Burning Bush expanding. Maybe it's just to brew more beer, but you can stay small and kind of make it look at Dovetail. Beguile, uh, spiteful, even. Just be small, nimble. Like Jack. <laughs> All right. Like Jack B. Let's get out of here. We're going to do some deep woods on the next episode, probably after Thanksgiving. So have a good holiday. Take care. Cheers. <laughs>